0: Okay, try one more time, testing.
1: Testing, one, two, three, four. Hello, California.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Send Me An Invite. I am in Cleveland, Ohio, which doesn't sound that great, but it is great to me because my best friend since I was four years old lives here, and her name, you may know her as Alice. But her name is really Alyssa. New last name, Moquin. Hi. (laughs) I am Alice. Some may call me. Maybe there's people that aren't really familiar with you. If someone doesn't know whether your name is Alice or Alyssa, Mm -hmm. let's clarify that. Stage name, Alice. (laughs) Her stage name is Alice. Legal name, Alyssa. Honestly, that's the only description that we Drunk, Alice, Sober, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends since we were how old?
1: Um, Right around four. We met up on the block on Wendelin Drive.
0: We literally met up on the block. We were just two little four-year-olds scooting two, around.
1: Two little kiddos on a
0: cul-de-sac in
1: suburbia, upstate New York.
0: Just scrapping it up.
1: New Yorkers. Couple of New York
0: kids. <laughs>
1: we're not New Yorkers. We had by any means. Bi-
0: big backyards. We big had... dreams, big backyards. Yeah. we cut it up. We cut it up. <laughs> we truly cut it up back then. You're absolutely right. So we were friends literally since we were four. We've been through our entire lives as we have any cognitive memory of together.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Elementary school. I mean, when we were younger, we used to do performances. Mm-hmm. We used to have. Um, truly
1: stage performances that we would put on record dress up
0: act out who was a director um carla yeah our older sister cabs our older sister and what was our role we pretty much
1: always were like the mom and dad husband and wife <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true she basically whatever carla told us we were we did yeah
1: we had many different roles we Basically, like think of a couple of kids like doing their best to act out like West Side Story.
0: Yeah, soap operas, West Side Story, yeah, musicals,
1: just really dramatic. And we had quite quite the wardrobe too to work with. We did, and, yeah.
0: We were, and I think that the reason that we're so cool now is because we were cool ass little kids. Like we literally yeah. would get we, down <laughs> with like rock music. We appreciated and, the arts. We did appreciate the arts. We absolutely yeah. did. So. As we got older though, we ended up obviously going to school together cuz we lived on the same street.
1: Elementary school, middle school,
0: high school. We didn't have that many classes together growing up though.
1: No, they probably set that up. Somebody probably had a hand in. Yeah, they were us like, "No,
0: nah, we can't have these two." But then when it got to be high I mean, school,
1: we were student council together. We I was
0: in student council. Oh god. <laughs> yes,
1: I was. We may or may
0: not have rigged some votes. <laughs> oh, for homecoming. We had t shirts made.
1: I was student council secretary of Rush Henrietta High School.
0: But I don't think I was in student you council. You
1: were um, treasurer? You had some position.
0: I'm sorry, fellow classmates of 2009, that I forgot
1: that I did this. It's okay. They kept us out of the yearbook. I don't think we did a good job.
0: Yeah, I don't think we did a good job either. But I did win Best Strasse class of 2009, which I did not rig any votes for. That was a true win. And when we were in high school, we actually worked together at American Eagle. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, so I had turned 16, which is when you
1: could get a job, like official job, like official at American Eagle as a sales girl. <laughs> I turned 16 second following Marty. Um, she's March end of March birthday. And I turned 16 in July. So, Marty had already gotten a job at Old Navy. Mm-hmm. So, she was seasoned retail sales killing girl. It. Yeah. Really killing it. Southtown Plaza, remember?
0: Southtown Plaza, yeah. And they, I remember one of the first things they taught me was every person that comes through the line, you need to ask them if they have an Old Navy card, credit card. Mm-hmm. If they don't, get them to get one. And I was so young. I didn't know my ass from my face. I didn't know what a credit card <laughs> really meant. And... I somehow Just would get Most people To sign up for credit cards And they were like How is this Young little girl Who can't even get A credit card herself Getting Selling these credit cards To people people? I didn't know Getting
1: these Tricking these Regular Joes Oh my god And I'd have people
0: I'd have This is when I look back And I'm like shit I had people That would be like My credit's horrible But I'll try And I'd be like Okay yeah Give me your license You can save $10 (laughs) Like you should (laughs) I would be like, I don't see why you wouldn't. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah I guess I guess you're right. If anything, it's going to improve your credit to, just to try. <laughs> yeah. Let me just run it and see what's yeah. your social security number. That's right. all I need. They would reward us
1: like free clothing if we would yeah. get these poor people to, yeah.
0: Well, I remember my first shift that I was on the cash register myself. I got like seven or eight credit cards in a four-hour shift, which is a lot. Yeah. And my manager like went and got me like a, a coffee smoothie from the – the coffee shop that was in the same plaza. And I was like,
1: Brugger's? Jitters. Jitters. Remember Jitters? Yeah.
0: And I was like, oh, well if I'm going to get rewards and praise every time I do this, like I'm going to do this every day. And there was me and another guy that worked there at the time. Him and I were like the top two credit card salespeople. And they put us on this eight hour shift one day. And we, they were like, it's you two against each other. Like whoever gets the most credit cards wins. And I think we tied at the end of it. We had like 30 something each. It was insane. Oh my God. But yeah, we were at American Eagle together, me and you.
1: Yeah, so my point of I turned 16 after Marty already had, was a seasoned saleswoman and went in, marched into American Eagle, demanded they give me give her a application, which helped me fill it out because I even less knew my face from my ass. And, <laughs> uh,
0: I got a job there. Yeah, I don't cool. remember how I ended up there with you. I think I had left Old Navy and I was...
1: Yeah, you were, so you were at Old Navy a long time, and then you became an Airy girl with me mm-hmm. at American Eagle for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know, you hate those jobs when you have them, but you always look back and you think, you know, they were those so fun. Were such simple times, and it was like you got to be the best there. You know, you got to yeah, really – Yeah, it's like being
0: the tallest midget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're saying that because that's what um, – we read this article about Love is Blind – because we're obsessed with Love Is Blind, yeah. and I have you to it's thank hard for not that. Because yeah. I didn't, I had no interest in it, and you were texting me about it. Like, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Because is love blind? I don't really. think so. I think physical attraction is a key to your chemistry. Yeah. But then Noah, your husband, was getting so into it, too, and he sent us an article. And I can't remember what it was in the article, but it was like, oh, it was you're the most, this one guy, they were saying he's the most normal one in the cast, which is saying you're the tallest midget or whatever. I
1: think you need a physical attraction to fall in love with somebody. But Uh I think love can be blind because I think you, you can just blind, like, love somebody no matter what for lack of a better term, like you can...
0: I think what, what love is blind to me means is that you can fall in love with somebody that's maybe outside of your normal standards yeah. if the physical chemistry is there. I don't mean sex. I mean just like in general... You're
1: attracted You to have them. an attraction right.
0: in some way, even if, if it's somebody that's outside of your normal standard, I guess. You can fall in love with their personality, the person that they are beyond yeah. their looks. But I think that to put two people in a pod... If you haven't watched Love is Blind... There's guys and girls and they go inside these pods and they cannot look or see or, you know, and they're talking to the people of the opposite sex through the wall. You can't touch each other, nothing. So they can talk and they can get to know each other, but they have to decide if they want to propose and basically move their relationship into real life based on just their their, emotional connection. Right. And what happened? Well, I mean, you have to just watch it, but it's it's a pretty crazy concept.
1: It's truly a good watch as much as reality TV is trash. Love is Blind is an exceptional
0: show. It's exceptional trash. It really is. It really gets you thinking. Yeah. It's cool. But then, so after we were in American Eagle working together, I mean, we did end up graduating high school, believe it or not.
1: We really did. And Marty really graduated probably up there to the top of our class. She's really book smart chick. Don't ruin my street cred. Me, not so much, though. But we made it through. You did. So we got into Brockport. No, no. You got into Brockport. No, you applied to Brockport, SUNY State of New York, State College of New York, um, of Brockport. (laughs) (laughs) SUNY Brockport. Marty got in, um, like, right away. Actually, I applied first. You did apply first. You applied also. A bunch of our friends were also going there. It was about less than an hour away from our hometown. So it was pretty, you know, going away to school, but you're so close to home. And really great small town college campus. I had no intention of going to any
0: school. But when you told me I wanted to go to community college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't really give a shit about school. So I was like, I'll go to MCC because my dad is going to make me go to college no matter what. Yeah. So I was set on that. When you told me you were applying to Brockport, I was like, well, I can't possibly imagine us going to college separately. So I guess I have to apply there too.
1: Yeah. Well, joke was on me. I didn't get in because I just didn't have a good grade good enough grades you got in so you went and that was really sad but I also just still came there literally every weekend
0: yeah and yeah just and I think that made time I
1: feel like I was going there also I think
0: that time apart was good for us because we yeah. were very codependent friendship where it was like you never saw one of us without the other right from the time we were four-year-olds but then I kind of got to branch off make my own friends you were still very much a part yeah. of that world with me but you had the same experience at MCC I mean you had your own little group of friends there
1: yeah I just was slumming it at MCC which I you know then I got to go there with Marisa too so that was cool and mm-hmm. we still were all really connected and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and obviously then, came there all the time to
0: visit you yeah and then yeah. you guys all ended up at Brockport two years later anyway so yep. I don't know how it works all over the country, but at least in New York, you do two years community college, and then you go into a four-year school to finish the last two years. years. for your bachelor's. So that's what you did. That's what Marisa did.
1: And it does save you a lot of money if you can still, like, have a fun college experience, like, going there with friends and visiting all the time, then it's worth it for that reason.
0: Yeah. It definitely worked out for the best. Yeah. The way that it did. So we lived together. That third year. And we had a fucking ball. We
1: just fucking... Yeah. We just we had our priorities straight like we went to class we, did. we like got our shit done but that was not at all like our focus or like we were just purely like down to clown all the
0: time we were down to clown just at all just jumping
1: yeah. around from back of trucks to different bars to what is- erie canal just wherever we could
0: we jumped literally- in the erie canal one day yep what is wrong with us that's disgusting mm,
1: we we're free spirits man You're just adventurous as fuck.
0: I actually lived with your now husband. Not live. I didn't live with him. But my sophomore year, we were in the same dorm room. Obviously, I never knew who he was. He never knew who I was. But looking back, it's funny because we were a floor apart from each other.
1: Yeah. Um, And I slept in that dorm room many a night. Mine, not
0: his. Yeah, yours. Yeah. Let's tell everyone how you met. So this is our junior year. This is the first year that Alice comes to live with me and Marisa and our other friend, Dalen at the time in a house on Erie Street in Brockport. Like anyone knows what that is. You guys know, right? College town. Just a
1: little shithole. A little
0: shithole. That we rented. It was great. So Alyssa comes home from school one day, and she says, you guys, there's this guy in my class. His name is Noah. He's so handsome. I want to spend forever with him. And you were boy crazy as a child into you know, our young adult life in a lovable, yeah. funny way, not in a slutty way whatsoever, <laughs> in a just funny, cute way. Just
1: literally Harmless. knew my Prince
0: Charming was yes. out there. And- yes, in a way like my my Prince Charming. So she comes home and she's talking about this guy, Noah. He's so dreamy, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And we're like, did you talk to him? She's like, no, no, I didn't talk to him. So this continues, you know, she comes home from that class every week or whatever it Which, is. Which,
1: to be fair, was a public speaking class theories of communication alex Lyon. Ew. <laughs> he so we gave speeches up in front of the class like regularly so it was like i heard him speak not to me but and he heard me speak and i sat in the back of the class he sat in the front of the class so that gives you a little
0: insight as, as to, to you too as people, people. yeah so, this one night, we're out at a bar, and I, this was not, like, a crazy wild night. This was, like, a Thursday night. Like, we're going to get a couple drinks, whatever. Tuesday
1: karaoke night.
0: Yes. So, we're at this bar, and one of our neighbors... Stoneyard. Stoneyard. One of our neighbors knows that Alyssa has a crush on Noah because he's just been over our house and heard us talking about it because he was...
1: This was, like, not your average crush. Like, I...
0: Really had a big crush on this dude. But had never talked but to I him. But I also had a boyfriend <laughs> at the well, time. Well, I also want to give this disclaimer. You have always been the type of person that make guys just melt over you and fall in love with you. And they always had, whether you liked him back or not. So it was very shocking and weird to us that you had this apparently huge crush on this guy that wasn't reciprocating it. We were like, wait, you guys aren't already dating? What do you mean? So we were out at this bar and Nick Wershing notices that Noah's there and he's like a little drunk and he's like, I'm going to talk to him for you. Don't worry. Blah, 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 blah. And Alyssa is mortified and she never gets mortified. Like you're socially comfortable with any situation. You love it. So Nick goes and talks to Noah. We don't know what happened. Nick walks back over. Nick's like, he has a girlfriend. He's not interested. And Alyssa was so humiliated that she <laughs> ran home. Flew up this huge
1: Crying. steps up the Erie Canal. I don't side. think you
0: talked to Nick for like two weeks.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. You were livid. You were so Because mad. I had
1: to go back to class and face this dude that Nick just literally threw me under the bus over and, God,
0: just really knocked me down quite a few notches. Really knocked you down. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's fast forward to after we graduate college. So we graduated college and then we moved into a house together, me and Marisa, and we're all, you know, kind of finding our way. We're all waitresses. I was working at State Farm. I was a a bartender, too. Uh, Marisa's working at State Farm with me. You were serving different places. We're all just kind of finding our way.
1: We had all graduated, but I was still finishing up a couple classes. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, we lived in Park Ave and – truly that is still like 10 years not 10 years later like eight years later that is still one of the
0: coolest places i always you know always reference it yeah it was a fun it was a fun time because it was like we didn't know what we wanted to do career wise we felt like we had to have these great jobs because we had graduated but we were literally all like what the fuck do we do yeah so we just served and bartended and worked at state farm and we just we're fumbling around a bit but it was good yeah formative years formative years so When did you reconnect with Noah? Tell everybody how it went from your former crush in college that never went anywhere to you're married.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely still had a crush on him after that. But I was, you know, casually dating people, too. And, like, whatever. Times change. And, like, so, yeah, two, about a year and a half or so later, he um, messaged me on Twitter one day. Like, I literally just, like got a message on twitter
0: of all social media platforms and i'm
1: not like i am not a big social media person like i definitely am on it check it out but i don't post a ton i'm not like super glued to it all the time right so i happened to just like check my twitter that day really wasn't that involved with it literally got a direct message from him saying oh god he's gonna kill me if i don't like quote this right but um It was something to the extent of like, hey, Alyssa, congratulations on graduating. Like, how have you been? Very, like, simple. And I, like, just about keeled over.
0: I was going to ask, what is your first reaction? I think
1: I was like, I probably, like, got red in the face. Because I, for some reason, like, would get very, like, just excited. And I was just very into him anyways. um, (laughs) So... Being like a little flighty, I like don't think I think I was just like excited about it and I like, didn't respond right away. Like I was like, oh, like no idea what to really say back. So yeah, I took a little bit to respond. Then we had some like nice light banter back and forth. I was really like gearing up to start traveling. Like I was serving. I didn't really have any plans of getting a, starting a career anytime soon. I just really wanted to like work and hustle and just save up to travel that was kind of my only ambition at that point. <laughs> so that's really what we talked about like what do you want to do like blah blah blah. I was like I just want to go to Ireland, like I am saving up to go to Ireland and serving and living the dream on Park Ave and it was so true. I was really happy at that point in my life. Did not want really a change other than we were just a carefree. Yeah, we were just really we just didn't have a lot to be responsible for. It was really great. It was really, like, just a fun fucking so, time of life.
0: How long were you talking on Twitter before you got each other's numbers and, like, um, took it to the cell phone?
1: Probably a couple, probably a week or two. Oh, okay, so this is what happened. So, yeah, Noah had um, been working in Cleveland, Ohio, with for the Cavs for about a year at that point. In the midst of us just starting to talk again, he was offered a position in Phoenix, Arizona for the Phoenix Suns. Um, pause.
0: Can okay. we pause for a sure. second? This kid was working in another state four hours away, and he still was like, oh, I got to message that girl. I don't know what's going to happen. This is probably not realistic, but I, I'm going to shoot my shot. No pun intended, because he was working so, for the Cavs.
1: This was May six years ago. Like This coming May, it'll be six years ago. He um had gotten out of a relationship his relationship that he had back in college, and I think
0: two days later or a week later, messaged me. And I've asked him about this before because I was didn't know cute. I didn't know it was that soon after. I've asked him. I, it was probably at your rehearsal dinner that I was like, "What made you message her?" Like, because it w- had always seemed so random to me yeah. because I totally remembered you having the crush on him like mm-hmm. two years prior to it, and I was always wanted to know why did he message her out of nowhere at that time period. And he said. It was very shortly after I broke up with my girlfriend. That relationship had been ending for a long time. And he said, the second I I had the green light, I just kept thinking about her. And I just needed to, like, message her.
1: I think that fact alone, just that he's, like, that good of a guy, that he had a sour
0: relationship that was going downhill. And he but waited. he still waited. Yeah, he's a good-ass dude. He So many scumbag guys, even that night at the bar, so many scumbag guys would be like, yeah, huh, come here, let's talk, blah, blah, blah. But no, I was like... No, I have a girlfriend. Waited years and years. Waited till it was officially a clean break. Yeah. But the second it was, he was like, all right, let me get back to this girl.
1: (laughs) God, it was like, it was like being handed, like, literally a prize. Like, oh, you finally fucking got it. Like, this, something you've been seeking for so long. That's really cute. was pretty cool. All
0: right, so when did you first meet back up in person?
1: So... (laughs) Like I was starting to say, he lived in Cleveland, and he during the week or two we were just going back and forth on Twitter, like DMing a little bit. He got the offer in Phoenix, and it was just really like kind of like polite, like catching up a little bit on Twitter. Like it wasn't anything like, oh, I've been longing for you or anything like <laughs> really, really serious like that. It was just kind of like, what have you been up to? And like, how are you? And blah blah blah. What are you like? What are you doing these days? And then he went cold for, like, two days or three maybe, didn't respond back. And I didn't really think much of it because I was, you know, working a few jobs. I was busy. I was doing stuff all the time with my friends. So I wasn't really, like, waiting on his response. But then he didn't get back for a few days. And he was, like, we were kind of gearing up to, like, meet up, right? And then he didn't get back for a few days. And he was, like, actually, I just got a job offer in Phoenix, too bad i won't be heading back to new york anytime soon because Noah's from syracuse so you know he thought maybe he's coming back from cleveland back for a visit soon to meet up with me whatever and he got that job offer in phoenix and he was like basically kind of like well so long and i was like hell no like i have been waiting for you and so i was like it's too bad i kind of dropped out well i used to have a big crush on you thing too bad like we can't meet up dot 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 kind of like put it out there but like left it in his court type of thing mm-hmm. and then that's where we exchanged numbers finally like after probably a week or two so then we met up we're both big dave matthews band fans i much more casually noah i think like at that point had seen like 15 or 20 dave matthews shows jesus um i just seen a couple but that w- that was something big we like had to connect on like from the get-go and um Remind you, remind, remind, what's the word? Mind you, that's what I'm trying to say. Mind you, we, you know, don't really know each other at this point. We have never like hugged or like really spoken
0: like in wait, person. Wait. What? Love was blind. Love was blind, dude. Oh my God. Um, okay, go on. Love is blind, but no, because initially, like, I was like, nah, you saw those blue eyes years Louise. ago. Please.
1: <laughs> that's my husband. Um but yeah, he, he um, so we loved Dave Matthews band. We had that to connect on, and there was a Dave Matthews band in Chicago, which in our minds was like middle point between New York and Arizona, right? So there was a Chicago con- or a Dave Matthews concert in Chicago. I flew from New York to meet up with him there by myself. He flew from Arizona to meet up with me there by
0: himself. And for the let me interrupt, as your friends, we thought you were fucking insane, I know we were like wait you're going to another state you don't know anyone else there you're going to meet up with this guy that none of us know you don't know dot 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 and you were like yep yeah and how was it it truly was like just love at first sight like it was
1: indescribable like that first night was just like we were just so excited to just like be near each other and just talk. we stayed up the whole night talking and like did you have sex on the first night? Holding hands, and it was just, like, so You're special. You're going to ignore that question. He asked me to, if he could kiss me outside, and we were, like, walking by a fountain, and there's a bunch of homeless men. Like, it, nothing mattered. Like, the fact that we were just, like, together, it was just, like, so special. It was awesome. We just had a blast of a weekend. Like, we were both so nervous. Like, imagine, like, literally, and he was such a gentleman. He was like, do you want me to get a room with two beds? And I was like, no. And... <laughs> So you did. You're not answering me. Um, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> okay. So we just had a fucking great weekend. We had a blast at that concert. We didn't. So we collect Dave Matthews Band posters, as you can see in my apartment. Yeah. We. I've been to like, um, I think, 16 shows now.
0: Well, I'm such an like I'm airhead that yeah. I've I've been looking around at your apartment because we're on our third or fourth day here. We came to visit for the weekend. Yeah. I've been looking at these different posters and they're all like different cool artsy stuff and it took me probably 2 days to realize like cuz i was thinking where did she get all these little artsy posters and they all kind of match but they don't match and then slowly i started to realize they all say Dave Matthews band and they're somewhere different cities they're all They're different over. Dave Matthews band posters we and, didn't, that, and then i was like oh i got it. We didn't get a con- a poster at
1: that concert though which is so devastating that first one it's Okay but anyways
0: um, Alright so after Chicago What happened you guys both went home After Chicago
1: we both went home and it was Truly devastating like To be apart because you Are finally connected with this person you've been talking On the phone with for like weeks and weeks We, You know at that point it had been like two months Of solid like talking all the time And then we finally got to like Touch each other and hug and hold hands And gallivant and go out and Have drinks and get coffee and have fun together And then we had to literally Go to different time zones again so it was devastating and you take this huge leap of faith on a person that you're you have this gut feeling about and you're so excited about and then you can't live near them and can't see them every day and he was working in sports so he had a really crazy demanding schedule and I was working all these different jobs like babysitting and serving so I had funky funky hours too and yeah it was just kind of really devastating to be apart again so So when was the next time (laughs) so then three weeks later (laughs) for my birthday at the end of july i flew to phoenix went there for the first time and that was a that was a blast i went there for i think like just about a week how long had he been there at that point he was still new there um yeah he was still new there he'd been there a few months um yeah it was just really fun to go there we drove to california for a couple days and i had never been to the west coast so this was like exciting adventure this was the adventure i was seeking and looking for and just really exciting but at the same time it was also kind of devastating to think about like leaving literally my best friends that i was living with and my family that i was super close with i was actually just about moving yeah i moved back with my parents for like two months while this was happening Mm -hmm. so i was really looking for my next venture thinking i was just gonna
0: so okay that was the the second trip the third trip is where i need to jump in and tell my side of this story uh the third
1: phoenix trip we didn't see each other all of august and then september labor day weekend noah came home So he could meet my parents, I could meet his parents. He's from, he's from, he's from Syracuse and I'm from Rochester, like I said. So we weren't that far away from each other. So it was great to finally meet each other's families and
0: yeah. So I, at this point, had heard all these great things about Noah. I'm super excited. I was a little cautious because anybody that your best friend is like traveling to meet this guy that no one really knows, you're going to be cautious. Mm Mm-hmm. So she goes on her third trip. It's the last day and she's got to get on a flight to come home. And mm-hmm. her and I have plans to, I literally think it was going to the mall. We were going to the mall later that afternoon when you got home because it was an early flight. So we talk and you're like, Yep, I'm going to land at 1 p.m. Pick me up. With, I was going to pick you up at the airport and you know we'll go to the mall, we'll hang out. I want to hear all about your trip. Mm hmm couple hours go by, I don't hear from you. Gets to be about 1 p.m., I don't hear from you. I'm like, all right, well, maybe her flight got delayed, something's happened, so you call me a little while later, maybe 2, 3 o'clock, and I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And you literally said, and I quote this the same way that Rachel says on the season <laughs> series finale of Friends when she comes back into the apartment and Ross is listening to the voicemail and he's like, Did you get on the plane? Did she get on the plane? And Rachel walks in the door and she goes, I didn't get on the plane. That's exactly what you said to me. I'm like, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you home yet? Whatever. And you go, I didn't get on the plane. And I was like, what? Huh? Huh? Wait, what? You didn't
1: get on the plane? No, I didn't get on the plane. What happened? I had such an exciting life. I had just, you know, I just finished school. I was really just looking for a change in general. Oh, and then I fell, like, madly in love, too. So, like, I couldn't be apart from this person. Like, I couldn't get on the plane. I couldn't.
0: Did you go to the airport? No. Did he say, don't get on the plane? Yeah. And you were like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to.
1: He was like, you have to obviously like you have a plane i had a round trip flight like you you know i had it booked but he was like this is your decision but i please don't go like i don't want you to go either and it was super risky right i knew literally nobody there in phoenix not a single person didn't have a car had one big old suitcase full of my things it was a really it was a really crazy trip but it didn't matter like i found this person that I was in love with and I was having a blast with all the time and trusted and you know if it would, I think it would be different if he was from Arizona from but we have the same roots you know like the same values yeah. we have the same we come from the same cloth basically and you it's like know you, what Wegmans is yeah he knew what Wegmans was is and he you know he just such a good family such a good person and I just trusted him like it was it was for sure really scary and I knew that it seemed so risky and nuts and I didn't like love to talk about it or share it with a lot of friends from back home for a while because I was it's almost just hard to explain to people yeah if you don't you know if you don't
0: well it was hard for me to understand as your best friend it took a long time for me to understand it truly and accept the fact that like because I, of course, felt really hurt when you left. I was yeah. like, wait, we're supposed to go to the mall, though. What do you mean you're not coming <laughs> home ever? And it yeah. took a long time for me to really understand. And I don't think I ever really fully understood it until I met Kenny. And I thought to myself, this is what Alice felt. This is why she was so willing to do anything to be with this person. Yeah. Just knew. Like, it, yeah. it's the feeling of, okay, I just know.
1: You just find your person. And then you're like, it sucks that you... And, you know, a lot of it is, too, like, living in a different time zone. You know, you don't always keep up with your closest people as best as you should, especially being younger. You fuck up and you don't always, you know, keep up with people like you should, especially when you're in a new relationship. And that's so
0: infatuating and Mm -hmm. just so. So what was your job at the time in Rochester? Like, Um, who did you have to call and say, hey, I'm not coming back to work? um, I was serving and I
1: was babysitting a little bit. And I was really close with my boss. And so she already kind of knew the situation. So it was, you know, shitty of me. And I didn't give notice, but didn't fucking matter. Mm hmm. Didn't so, matter. So, okay,
0: you get to Phoenix. How did you find your first job? Because at a certain um, point, you're like, all right, I'm here. I'm doing this. Yeah. It took I got to figure out a job. It took me two months to find a job. But it, like, I,
1: at our apartment building, There was this gorgeous pool and it was gorgeous weather out and so we just went and did all these cool things like hiked mountains every weekend and tried new restaurants and like it it was a hard two months acclimating into that new literally Arizona is like Mars like if you've ever been there there are no natural water sources anywhere near you you are in the desert and there's no green grass barely it's just so people are different there everything's a little different it's amazing. But it was really hard to adjust. I think like six months on, I really noticed like, oh, I'm not on just a really long vacation. Like Yeah. So I found a job after a couple of months. And it was kind of like an entry level marketing position. And it was kind of a sketchy company. So I only lasted like eight months or so there. I bounced around from jobs to job. I had like three different jobs when I lived there. Just about a year and a half I lived there.
0: You're a good example of somebody that prioritizes people over careers which Mm -hmm. a lot of us don't. I've for years always prioritized career 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 and I think you're somebody that's okay saying yes my career is not the most important thing to me. Yeah, And that's a good thing. I think
1: that's just the way it's always been right? I've never like landed a jackpot position that I care so much about putting all of myself into. So I've just only known that. It's not like I just discovered this idea. It's just my been my my journey so far. And I really value my time, right? Like my time to me is worth more than you know making $80,000 a year. So mm-hmm. I just would rather enjoy my life rather than rake in a bunch of money to have
0: nice things like you for sure need a balance. Wait, can I use Because I
1: I need money to buy plane tickets, right? But can I use another
0: ticket? Can I use another love is blind quote? Yeah, yeah. and Say you work to live, you don't live to work.
1: For sure, yeah.
0: Which is not a bad thing. I oh. I I'm jealous of it, honestly. I oh. really truly am. Like you
1: have a really good balance though too. Like mm. you're very driven and successful and ambitious and you have all these great things going for you but you're just the kind of the opposite end of the spectrum where you need to be reminded like let your hair down like live a little but you do you have a blast all the time and you do all these great things this just
0: that's not always your first priority (laughs) yeah yeah so you're in phoenix noah's working for the phoenix suns the basketball team Mm -hmm. that's a very demanding schedule he's got to be at the night games the weekend games yeah How was that when you're like, okay, I'm in this brand new city. I don't know anyone. I'm here for this person. But wait, he's got to work 60 hours a week.
1: Yeah. It was really, really tough. And we weren't always, you know, seeing eye to eye on that. That's like the best use of our time, right? Because I'm always like, let's go to California for the weekend. And Noah has to work. And I eventually had to work during the week too. So um, it was really tough. And I, it was, I didn't make a huge effort to make a lot of friends out there. I would have a couple girlfriends or, like, Noah's co-worker's girlfriends I would do stuff with, but it was really tough. It was really, really
0: tough. Um, was it kind of fun, though, like, being a sports wife? It was, yeah. Like, I'm still really proud of him. He's had these cool jobs. I remember my sister Krista went on a work trip to Phoenix, and she, of course, came and saw you, and you guys sent me a picture, and you were at the basketball game with Khloe Kardashian and her friend Malika because she was dating James Harden at the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, we weren't there with them, but You guys were, were
0: basically all there together, though, right? Yeah, we, we go way back. We hang out.
1: <laughs> but no. then it's
0: funny, because you moved to Cleveland, and then a couple of years later, Chloe's dating Tristan, and yeah. in all the places that I come see in Cleveland, you guys are like, oh, yeah, Chloe and Tristan love it here. Like, Chloe yeah. came here all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely difficult, but there was really cool perks, right? Like, going to California a lot, going to Seattle, going to just lots of different cities around phoenix it was an awesome it was worth the struggle of not having a ton of support there because our parents came to visit like friends came to visit and it's an exciting destination to have people come visit right there's a lot to do
0: i will never forget the first time i visited and the first time i really truly met noah and i flew in on a weekday morning you were working and you were like noah's gonna pick you up from the airport so i was like all right Rolled up my sleeves, I like cracked my knuckles, was like, all right, I'm <laughs> finally going to meet this guy that lot, literally got my best friend to move across the country. Yeah. Basically took my best friend from me. I'm sorry. I love you so much, Noah. But that's what I was thinking at my For, yeah. at the time. You know, I was Dirty like, rascal. all right, let's do this. Noah took me to the cutest breakfast. It was like my older brother. I never knew that I had. Matt's big breakfast. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Was just the warmest, sweetest thing. And I just remember sitting at that breakfast and being like, okay, I feel better. Like, I felt such a sense of relief because I truly didn't know him. And I had heard all these great things from you. But I was like, I need to know who got her to do this. Like, I need to know this person. And it's almost a blessing that it was just me and him that first day that he picked me up. Yeah. And so then from then on, like, this gives you an, an example of Noah as a person. So this was five years ago Mm -hmm. I came to visit you guys in Phoenix Noah went out and bought after work a couple bottles of wine like some cheap random wine from a liquor store from a gas station actually okay from a gas station he got home from work to be fair
1: we drink these bottles of wine all the time it was the best
0: deal ever but this is such a cute story so he goes out and buys all this wine when I'm there he gets home me and Alyssa are already out we went out without him. I think I was kind of like, no, let's just go, me and you. Like, I want to yeah. have a girls' night with Which you, was whatever. Great. Yeah. So Noah gets all this wine, whatever. And he comes home to realize we've gone out without him. And I think it was like my last night or something. I was leaving the next day. Noah saves one of the bottles of wine he bought two nights ago, visiting them in Cleveland. Noah pulls this wine out and says, Marty, this is one of the bottles of wine I bought when you visited Phoenix five years ago. And you guys went out without me, but I always told Alyssa I was going to save this wine and we were going to drink it with Marty when she comes back to visit or whatever. It is 5 years later yeah. and he opened that wine and me, you, him, and Kenny all drank it together and it was just like literally the cutest thing ever.
1: It was great. That's and Noah wine, as a person. The wine was in fact disgusting.
0: It was rancid.
1: Yeah. It, it was, was probably poisoned.
0: Imagine wine that costs 399. <laughs> Add five years to it, move it from Phoenix to Cleveland. Doesn't the, get better. He fucking packed it when you guys moved. Yeah. At some point, he put that in a box to move from yeah. Phoenix to Cleveland.
1: Yeah, he's an angel baby.
0: That's Noah for you. He's just the best person.
1: He was worth all of the risk and craziness.
0: But he was, and I'm yeah. I'm so happy that he was. So then when did you guys end up in Cleveland, or how?
1: We moved to Cleveland four almost four years ago Noah already loved cleveland i moved here sight unseen <laughs> i moved here blindly like literally had never been to cleveland before but just trusted that it was a cool city and like you know obviously did a ton you're of you're just down on it. for your man i just i am down i'm pretty supportive but i you know i'm pretty i like to think things are my own ideas all the time also so mm-hmm. i don't like to seem like i am always down for what he's trying to do but right we make decisions together and um just we are applying for jobs in cleveland and philly to be fair like we were gonna we have family in philly so we're gonna do one or the other whichever job or better offer we got first so cleveland turned up first and great fucking move this is a great city it's a big city vibe with like literally it's not that big not that
0: hard to get around and not that expensive so it's Mm -hmm. like a great yeah, the first time time—the first time I visited was last year, around the same time. I'd never been here, and I was so pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Such a cute city. And then to come here again with Kenny this weekend, it's just been so much fun. It's a really, really cool place to be. A lot of cool little mom-and-pop places that have so much soul and
1: just such a good community around us that's really, really fun. That being said, I don't know if I want to die here, but... <laughs> Where do you want to die? I don't know. Somewhere. Maybe here.
0: Well, we were talking about, because I've been saying, and no one hold me to this Mm because I'm just like talking out of my ass here, but I've been saying I love Dallas so much and I love being in the warmth, but it just feels lonely there sometimes because I know everybody else in my life, for the most part. I mean, I have great friends in Dallas. Obviously, Kenny is with me in Dallas, but for the most part, everybody is in upstate upstate new york or but my thing is i do not ever want to move back to rochester new york ever Mm -hmm. i have no desire to i've been there my whole life there's nothing that would ever really drive me back there however i would like to be somewhere closer where i can get in the car and we can go see my sisters for the weekend we can go to new jersey and see kenny's mom for the weekend like we can be driving distance from our family yeah and you guys are kind of in that same boat where you're like not sure if you want to move back to to rochester like you guys are talking about buying properties to be fair
1: also i have used to say the same exact thing the first couple of years i moved away from new york i would say i don't think i ever want to live there again i love it it's my home it's my heart but i love being out and doing other things but now i think you just are away a little longer and then you start to like respect your home a little bit more, not and just like miss it, cause like I don't, only recently I'm like Rochester is appealing to me.
0: No, I don't think Rochester is appealing. I think my sisters, my friends, I had the idea in my head, I would want to move to Cleveland because you and Noah are here. I have cousins here. My cousin Sarah's here. Like, and I know it's a hop in the car, four hour drive to Rochester. Home. Yeah, but then you guys are thinking about Cleveland, Kent. Leaving Leaving
1: Leaving Cleveland
0: Leaving Cleveland You guys are thinking Sorry we've had a couple Sour monkeys Which if you've <laughs> never drank in one of those Just don't do it
1: It's a roller coaster ride Baby
0: <laughs> <laughs> But you're thinking About leaving Cleveland So then we were just Tossing out the idea Of Philly Because mm-hmm. Philly's two hours From Jersey It's four or five hours From Rochester We can get to New York City Really quickly Yeah And you guys were down
1: Philly's just a fucking Great historical city too It's just you want some adventure and culture. There you go. Is Philly, Philly where is I heard The Liberty Bell? Has the Liberty Bell. Paul Revere, I don't know that's Boston.
0: The Boston Tea Party?
1: Philly has history.
0: We'll just leave it at that. Philly does have history, but I also heard there was a, a few Uber murders in Philly.
1: Oh, I mean literally remember a couple years ago that girl that was being held in that guy's basement? That was like twenty minutes from here.
0: Hmm, nice.
1: That girl who, and then she like had multiple kids with her captor. Shit, what was their name? Whatever. It's like, it was a really popular on the news, horrible, horrible mm-hmm. kidnapping. Yeah, I mean,
0: shit happens everywhere. Yeah. My car got stolen out of my parking garage in one of the nicest neighborhoods in Dallas. So yeah. I don't put anything past anyone. And also, being that kenny's from new jersey and basically mm-hmm. new york city because where he's from in new jersey is he, so close to new york he city thug. he thug He like, know i mean look at him with that homeless man last night like nothing scares him and i'm always like oh this homeless person looked at me or this or that and he's like come on let's give him a dollar let's go give him some food and he'll, he'll give them money and then he'll say to them like look man i know you're gonna spend this on drugs just buy yourself some food too <laughs> Okay, daddy. <laughs> i like, why are um, you negotiating you with think, these hobos? I think
1: East Coast ho- homeless people are way less frightening than West Coast. Because the West Coast, they're wild in Dallas. Yeah, they're freaking like heat. They have sun poisoning and they <laughs> reek. <laughs> Seven <laughs> acres of reek. They are just rancid. Sorry, homeless. Oh, God. homelessism is very sad. A problem <laughs> that we have. But homelessism. Hom- um,
0: I want you to it's give not,
1: nothing to be joked about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to give some advice to people listening that are listening to you, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, I don't prioritize my career over anything." You and
1: truly, I've been saying this all weekend, and this might be a little immature, <laughs> but like, we could all be hit by a bus ne- in the next twenty minutes. Walking outside, you could literally your life could end so like what is it about the world that is ma- makes you excited what are you passionate about what do you want to do <laughs> like this isn't to preach to whoever may the two people that might listen to this <laughs> podcast but like <laughs> um no but like really like be with the people that you love be with the people that you know you can have the best time of your life with don't waste your money on buying nice shit all the time spend your money on traveling and eating good things and taking trips to see your family and you know if buying shit makes you feel happy then fucking do that like do whatever makes you happy
0: so you love traveling do you think that mexico <laughs> is something you want to do hit, in the next month
1: hit by a bus travel sour monkeys <laughs> dogs <laughs> sleeping puppies okay. we have so many sleeping dogs around us right now it's really yeah that's freaking adorable so
0: phoenix and um, larry, we brought larry on the plane our puppy to meet Phoenix and they're Phoenix getting isn't, home swimmingly. Mm, Phoenix no. is not in love with him, but they're
1: not thick as thieves yet. Maybe in the next trip, but yeah, Mexico is in our future, so that's really exciting. We've started this thing where when we see each other, we book the next thing that we're gonna, yeah, next time so we're I gonna think before, other, which is a pretty cool thing
0: when the guys get back from the bar, we're gonna have to book that. Yeah, all right. Do you want to say anything to anybody, all the two people that are listening
1: for the two people that are listening? <laughs> Keep your friends close. <laughs> and not the other part. That just, that part came to mind. Um, keep your friends close and do things that you're excited about. Yeah, fuck work. You're always going to find another job. You're always going to make an, the next dollar. Like, that's not what's most important. Most important is that you get sun and air and see the water. And I sound like a hippie, but that's true. you just true. love. That you just love. And you're just excited about waking up to go see the sunshine
0: i feel like you're making me a hippie right now because i'm like yeah man just go see the sunshine yeah
1: like fuck everything else you don't need to have a fucking cool job or if you that makes you happy that gets your rocks off fucking have a cool job dogs peace and love sour monkey
0: peace and love sour monkey thank you for being on i know you've been dreading this when i was trying to get you to do this this morning love you started doing every chore in the house you could think of to I avoid just, it.
1: I just think sharing your story is a personal thing, and it makes me nervous to like, feel exposed. But
0: it's an exciting thing. Like, There's only two people listening to if,
1: this. Yeah, if I can inspire two people just for a moment <laughs> to avoid getting hit by a bus, then I did a good thing today. <laughs>
0: so. All right, I really have to pee. I love you, everyone. I do, too. Thanks for listening. We're going to go pee now and uh, finish our Sour Monkeys. Love is love, baby. God bless. Don't get
1: hit by a bus. Goodbye.